Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. Lock the gate! All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucksters? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast, WTF. Welcome to it. How's it going? I don't know, man. It's just like one day bleeds into the next. I get up early. I go to bed late. I don't know why. I just do. Every day feels like a week with no dates and days have no names. I just know that... Well, I got to do this today, so it must be Monday. That's what I know. It's all dictated by who I'm talking to. I'm talking to you. Mondays and Thursdays, I talk to you. And then I talk to people during the week. Some of them come over, like today's guest, Wayne Coyne from The Flaming Lips. He's actually been on the show. Both guests this week have been on the show. I don't usually do this, but... uh, but I got I got Wayne today because he was here. He was he was on the show like back in 2012, episode 276. We did it in Oklahoma. I was performing in Oklahoma. He came to the show and I talked to Wayne in a hotel room in Oklahoma. And I feel like we talked a lot about fear of plane crashes. But I got a text from him a few weeks ago. He's going to be in L.A. He wanted to know if he could come by and talk and do the thing because he's got the new record out. And I was like, why not? If you're brave enough to come over, I'll put the plexiglass up and we'll do a fucking live one. We'll go one-on-one, face-to-face, mano-a-mano, and and do the thing. So he came over and, uh, you know, it was great. I mean, it's nice to see him. It's nice to talk to people. That's the thing about this time that we live in. It's, It's hard to talk to people. Masks are sad. We have to wear the masks, and I, I wear mine. But when I look at all the other people in masks, it's like, I'm glad everyone's wearing them. But what a sad time. But it's important to reach out to people. It's important to talk to people one way or the other. I know I do these Instagram lives in the morning sometimes, and I just talk to the, you know, the room full of strangers there from you know 500 to 1,000 people kind of hanging around, listening to me ramble on. Sometimes they're they're good sometimes they're sad sometimes it's just the way i'm living but it gets me connected and i know that some people feel connected to that but it's also important if you have friends to talk to them if you have family to talk to them occasionally no one's got any answers no one can uh solve the problems but i mean it's nice to know they're there isn't it and i seem i don't know i'm a little i don't know why i'm less frightened maybe it's just because uh it's this hour or this 10 minutes or 
this day or maybe it's just the spectacle of the incompetent huckster clown king and his minions. Maybe it's that that becomes undeniable. What a fucking bozo piece of garbage person we have at the helm of this fucking bread and circus of conspiracy addled dum-dums and Christian end times death cult acolytes just in this plague spreading parade of hate in the name of Jesus in the name of liberty and they're just too caught up and frenzied to know that they've been conned into eternal servitude in the fucking stupid section of hell by this fucking gorgeous George-looking runt of a lesser demon looking for a way out. And the only way out he can see is to stay in the saddle and use the fucking government as a money laundering operation. Maybe the clarity of that, all of that, Maybe I assume that some people are seeing that. Maybe I assume that it becomes undeniable after a certain point. It's not even about stupidity. It's about shallowness. And it's about servitude. And it's about the need to follow. The need to make sense is just exploited and distorted. It's just most people have have been kind of shut off somehow i think it it, there was a an evolution of entitlement and narcissism and 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 uh self-actualization empowerment the idea of seeing yourself as a brand a content generating brand you are a brand out in the world more than you're a person so the idea of the brand what is my brand who am i as a brand how do i fit out there into uh the the context of content what am I? And that leads to a lot of like top five lists and either or questions and uh, likes and dislikes and uh, sort of a, this ongoing evolving resume of pop culture ticks and uh, strange sort of uh, reaching back to a, a very short history of nostalgia. So how's your brand going? So all that effort into self-actualizing your personal brand to manufacture your personal content out in the world has left you intellectually crippled. And I'm no fucking genius. It's just I was trying to figure out where the shallowness comes from. It's that nobody, most people are not called upon to use their brains. They're called upon to repeat themselves, to honor the patterns that dictate their lives to take in information that makes them feel good. Doing your own thinking is tricky. And sometimes it's hard to know if you're even capable of doing it. But if you don't try to figure that out, you're going to be part of some fucking parade and you're not even sure where that ends or why people are watching it. But if your brand is intact, you know exactly what your likes and dislikes are and your top five or top tens of just about everything. And, uh, and uh, you take a, a relatively decent picture of a meal. Right? So I have been wrestling, not wrestling, I've been, it seems, I don't know if I've talked about this, that my grief has sort of evolved 
or 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 morphed into a kind of baseline sadness. There was a blackout here at my house the other night, and I was just sitting in the dark for two hours in that silence of a weird blackout. Don't even know why it happened. I pulled out my cooler and put in the ice things and threw the meat in there. Didn't know how long it would go on for, but I sat there and I realized, you know, I feel that that tugging at my heart, that that weird, it's not depression, but it feels a little like depression where, you know, your, your spirit sags and you feel some sort of um, hand lightly holding your heart, you know, and it's coming from deep, deep somewhere, deep within you, deep within the ground, deep within the... Uh, the earth, I don't know, but it's just a little tug at your heart and it kind of pulls your mind and it pulls your spirit and it pulls it down a little bit. It's just a, a tug of, of a, it's not bleak, it's just sad, it's heavy. There's a burden, a burden of sadness, of loss. So I guess now that the shock and trauma is over, then you can't help but revisit it if you've experienced some sort of tragic loss how one person was here and then quickly they were gone and you saw them fade away. Now that's been months ago and now there's just sort of this sadness and it's just really what it is, is I miss her, I miss her, I miss Lynn. It's not that I'm lonely or that I miss having someone around, I miss her and, and, and her not being here is final and I gotta live with that. Then you start thinking about the heart. What is your heart? What can your heart take, really? Many of you have sort of tucked yourselves away into something that's lasted a long time and you've built families or whatever. I just was not that guy. So what I do and what I've done over my life is I've been with many different people, some for a long time, some for short times. I've had my heart broken a few times. I've broken a few hearts, which is horrible. Leaving somebody because you have to, because it's the right thing to do with you is not easy. It hurts. It's heartbreaking in its own way, even if you're the one that makes the decision. And then carrying the burden of hurting somebody else is what it is. That weighs on your action of breaking that heart. Then giving your heart to somebody else and have that end. I've had that happen a couple of times. And it's just how much can your fucking heart take? It takes a toll. This underneath, you know, everything that's going on in the world, it's hard to process. So I see a therapist, I talk to friends, I cry, but it's just life. It's a human thing, man. This is part of it. Heartbreak, loss, missing people that were once here and are no longer but I bought some plants, finally bought some plants for the front yard. I guess I'm going to hang out. And I planted a few in the ground. I guess that's a nice way to, I guess that's a fairly common way to feel regeneration or growth or do something to honor somebody. I should be more shallow. Either or, give me your top five. What are your likes and dislikes? So Wayne Coyne, he's a great front man of a great band. And uh, the Flaming Lips, it's their 16th studio album. American Head is, is available now, wherever you get your, your music. And I was happy to see old Wayne. 
He's a diplomatic cat. He's a charming motherfucker. But he's also a psychedelic warrior. And it was uh, nice to talk to him. Here's me and Wayne. Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of, like literature. And now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Fox Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Fox Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get at your podcasts coin how's that can you hear it too oh, loud man. is it good too loud man you're good at this you want more you want less you good i think that's just perfect yeah <laughs> so you you've been have you been your own engineer for like ever i have man i i can't i mean it's funny you know because that used to be it used to be like a, a thing like this would have like 10 people doing it. You yeah. Know? Well, some guys, you know, will have a, a producer in house. You know, yeah. my, my guy's in uh, Brooklyn and we've just worked it like this. How hard is it to produce two guys fucking talking? It's just <laughs> <laughs> the mic is what's important. And these are good mics. Do you your ever use your these? show has always sounded good. You use these? I don't even know. I don't know what kind this is. I mean, it's what, one of, you know, it's one of those uh, uh, SM7s, man. It's like uh, sweet uh, vocal tones. You don't know your mic. Well, but you've got Come your. On, you've I, got got a, I know. You got padding and everything in here. You I know. know. We're kind of breaking the rules a little to get the ventilation going, because I like. Here's the weird thing about the pandemic is like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like I know I'm probably good because I'm I'm a fucking nut. I get tested every two weeks just because I'm a nut, right? But like I'm so paranoid that I'm the guy. You know what I mean? You mean and you're I, the guy that's going to spread it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Why would you be the guy? I, I don't know because yeah. like I'm a nut. I never feel but good. But you're healthy. You ever feel you, good? You mean like just physically? Physi- yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I I thought about this on the way over. You know, yeah. like I think that's. I, you know, I just knowing you, I mean, not knowing you that well, knowing you from your yeah, show, I, yeah. I, I know that about you. You know, that you're I, always, but you seem, what you, you seem, I'm always what? No, you're worried. You know, <laughs> yeah, you're, worried. I mean, that's I'm a, a nice way to say I'm a worrier too. Yeah. But you seem healthier than, than ever. I am. I, you know, you know, I go up, I hike. I was mad I couldn't hike today because I can't breathe. And then like a, an hour or so ago, like my eyes were hurting. Oh, wow. And there's fucking smoke. My throat, See, my chest feels I, fucked up. I couldn't tell. You know, you I mean, I'm not, I'm right not in L.A. that much. Well, I mean, no, but this is not know. common for us either. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, this, yeah, we have fires, but it's the fucking apocalypse out is there. Is it? Right? I don't well, know. I, well, it? I mean, I didn't see. I mean, I, it's like hazy. Right. And then I see there is some. Can you smell it? A little bit, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, I remember pulling into L.A. Yeah. in the 80s and right. it would be so smoggy. Right. And no one cared then. Did, and did now you, there's a, a fire. And Did you notice the sun this morning? Did, did you didn't have a... Well, a, I have to say, you know, we, we yeah. drove in on... Was it was it late Tuesday? And it was it was already like that just from the wind blowing. Mm. Did you, you make... Know? You made the run from Oklahoma? Yep, yep. Mm. So you drove through my, my home state, uh, New Mexico? Oh, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
That's so. That's where at? I grew up in Albuquerque. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I uh, been through there, hundred oh. hundred thousand times. Yeah, I was know, just up going, there yeah. to. Uh, I drove up to Taos. I was. I in saw Taos. that. I saw your oh, your, your posts and stuff. Oh, yeah, so nice. It is. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's not the greatest jar- drive in the world, is it, from Oklahoma? Well, we've got a nice family car now. Yeah, a brand new Volvo, and man. You know, it just does everything for you. Yeah, it, yeah. it tells you if someone's coming up behind you. It'll right. stop for you. Yeah, no, yeah. You know, it's like, oh my gosh. It's good. Yeah, it helps when you're texting and looking at your phone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did just another swam thing. Swam on its own brakes. I mean, you know, I try to remind people that there were plenty of car accidents before people could text. You yeah. know, there's plenty right. of reasons just to fuck <laughs> yeah. up and, you know, but, kill but somebody. But yeah. there's more because of that, I imagine. I have to assume, right? But uh, but even getting over here yeah. with the uh, the way the GPS and all that works, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's, it's amazing. Just, yeah, we don't have to think yeah. at all. Finally, well, you know, <laughs> I've been to LA. I was thinking about it. When was the first not, time you came? Nineteen eighty four with the band. Yeah, nineteen eighty four, nineteen eighty five. Something so with like that. the with the original band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, the only kids, band. Your kids. Yeah. 20, uh, 23, 24, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Kids enough compared to now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. What, what were you doing? What did you do? The what very do? first time we drove out here, my old man had like a, one of these, uh, just, oh, I forget what it was, like an old, old Pontiac, long, big, long mm. uh, car. Right. We put a trailer on it. Yeah. Um, it was the only car like that we were getting. We couldn't rent a, a, a van or anything back yeah. then, you know. Put a trailer on it. <laughs> And we crashed. There was a, some uh, road construction, and we crashed, and the trailer flipped over. In L.A.? Uh, like on the outside of L.A. Okay. So we're driving so just all night. didn't even make it. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, well, you know, as it was happening, that's what we thought. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, our first trip, and we're... I mean, at first, you're just lucky that you're not dead. Right. And then you think, oh, you know, we fucked this up, and now we're not going to make the show. But... Yeah, the trailer turned over. We had to get out, and it's all, like, it's damp. I mean, it's all dewy. It's in the early morning, and it's all muddy, and we turned the trailer over. And for some reason, the whole thing just works again. We pull off, and we get on down the road to the to the show later. And as we're unloading, nothing is even messed up. None of the equipment's fucked up? Nothing. All I remember, and this is a superstition I still have. Yeah. Even to, to now. This yeah. is from 1984. I took my shoes off. I was a passenger. Yeah. I, I just got done driving. I took my shoes off and I made a sandwich. You yeah. Know, some kind of cold, you know, turkey or something, that you, chicken or something you get yeah. in, a, in a thing. And I remember we, we were swerving thinking we're going to die. And I after it's all over, my hand has squished the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can't see it on on your podcast here, but my hand yeah. has squished the sandwich and the the yeah. bread and the meat is. And I remember thinking, "Oh man!" And then I I put the sandwich down, and then I'm annoyed that I have to put on my shoes. Uh-huh. You know, and ever since then, I'm just more like ready, like a fireman. You know, oh, right. like I like I'm I'm ready to go because right. this could happen. Any second. I thought, I thought you were going to say something like, "Yeah, whenever I'm approaching a city, I have to squish a sandwich <laughs> in my hands because I'm superstitious." See, that would be you. It would be like there would be. It would go deeper with you. For me, it was just 
<laughs> you're prepared. I, you, but you're right. I don't really eat a sandwich. I don't eat a sandwich anymore. Maybe maybe I'm I'm not on your level, but I'm no, almost. You no, know. you're on the road, man. You're making. That's probably what all you guys were eating. It was it was just annoyed me that I didn't have any shoes on. Right. Like if like if I really needed to help my friends, I'd have to put my shoes on first or go around and. Oh, I see shoes. what you're saying. So yeah. if the, you know, if there's a gas fire and and uh, <laughs> the the car is about to go up, you don't have. There's no time. I don't. I don't know. On. It's like. You know, how relaxed should you be when you're just traveling down the highway at 90 miles an hour? You I think should you should be, be pretty relaxed. You think? See, I, I think you should be like alert Ready? and prepared. Yeah. Well, I mean, but look, man, it's like a straightaway. <laughs> I'm driving. You're driving through Death Valley. You did it the other day. You're driving through the Mojave. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. there's a point where you're like, I don't got to freak out. I'm not well, going to freak no, out. I, well, I agree. I mean, it's almost too, it's almost too relaxing. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's. That's why driving and podcasts are so perfect. Exactly. It's now, see, just, now I'm going to obsess about that. About the sandwich? No, that fucking oh. AC noise. Oh, that's okay. Like, you're only the second guest I've had with the plexiglass set up. Oh, I see. And I, yeah, yeah. for some reason in my mind, it's like it's essential to get into the habit of having airflow. Oh, I got you. Yeah, but yeah. The, but what you the mean, fuck do I yeah. know? So the, the you mean the flow? So so we're not this this. So there's no our, regrouping air. There's no like I don't have the air conditioner on. It, yeah, but you know, look, I'm, I'm sure we're both I. fine. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I was tested just the other day. So, wait, I'm going to yeah. go tomorrow. It's not going to help us today, but I'm sure I'm fine. <laughs> We can speculate. It really is. I know. Then you'll read like, well, you could have got what? tested, and then it didn't show up till today. And I know it's, it's, it's you go. You, the test only buys you as much as time as it takes you to to, to yeah. go into, into a yeah. anywhere. Well, it's but like, I yeah, but I've, I've really been anywhere either. That's, is it that, freaking you yeah. out though? No, on a day to day basis. N- no, not really. No, I mean in the very beginning. Um. You know, I mean, I didn't really know if we were going to start to see just bodies laying in the streets. You know what I mean? You were dropping dead. Like, like yeah. you, you didn't know how right. how, how alarmed the you, plague is. Yeah, yeah you yeah, should yeah. be, you know. But, but you know, really, this is, this is the way it really is. It's, you know, people are dying and people are really sick, yeah. but, but it's just normal. It's just a normal day out there. You can't really tell. Well, I understand what you're saying. Like, every day I get up. You know, I, I, you know, I sit on my porch and I don't feel the presence of death. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Other than inside my own brain. <laughs> <laughs> but, I've, I've watched a couple of your morning coffee things. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, not not the entire thing, but I, but you know, you're you're really good at reading the screen. Yeah, and still being present in the you know while you're being I, on, right but i notice you know that I mean? when i look at it there's long pauses when i'm reading but who gives a fuck i don't well, give a fuck I, I know sometimes i would forget that you're reading and oh. i'd be like oh dude he's or i'm just responding to things and it sounds like i'm just thinking them like out of nowhere i go uh, well I, yeah well i would have done this i would have been like i would forget i'm on right right and i'd just be yeah, and I'd be like, oh, he's forgot. But no, you're reading. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I know. Yeah, so <laughs> you wouldn't forget you're on. You've been on for twenty years. You know, like yeah. you're, you're always on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, but that's a new thing that IG thing. I, I didn't do it for a long time, but now because like of, I don't know, man. You 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 know, it's sort of helping me in the sense that you know I'm not working in front of audiences, and you know I would do those things maybe once or twice a week. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, it's yeah. been a few months. You know, yeah, yeah. since the 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 tragedy that I've yeah. gone through. Yeah, yeah. And uh, dude, um, we we we. Uh I mean, not to interrupt you, but we listened to your your stuff that you did right after that. Yeah, and, um, you're inspiring. I told you that. I told you that when uh, when you were going through all that, and it's still inspiring yeah, to be so around sad. you even right now. And so sad. It, it, it is. It's it's the heaviest stuff ever. And um, but 
what what you do though is you you talk about it and you you're you're right in it and that's that's a valuable the truth is so valuable and you that's think? that's a heavy heavy cool thing because yeah. a lot you know a lot of people would just decide oh I, this is something no one I'm not going to talk about this or whatever yeah and it's like. I don't know. I'm so glad you talk about it. Oh, I thanks. Mean, I, and and I don't. I hope it helps you. It definitely helps us. You know, we're yeah, listening I, to you go and because I I really did worry about you and just hearing you and knowing uh, that that you're. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was just, it's powerful. It yeah, really, it really was. Yeah. I didn't know how else to handle it. You know, and I'm fortunate in that. Like you know, I put it out there. I didn't feel like I had to do it, but I felt like my audience has been through not unlike you, like in a sense that you know you have a a, a unique relationship. I think the. The lips have a, a unique relationship with their audience, like that. That there, there is an element of salvation yeah. to yeah, the yeah. event yeah. Yeah, of yeah. what you do. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of people that you know kind of look forward to it uh, with all their life and heart to get out and you know get to where you take them. And for me, like I know that my audience had been through a lot with me, and that like it's not so much it was for them, but it's like I don't because my, my producer was like, take the time, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. for what? I got to. I'll talk about it. I'll, yeah. I'll live it. Well, let's cool. let's yeah, live yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And you know, but now that it's it's sort of settled in, and like you know, like today was you know today was heavy. You know, you had some days. It's heavy, man. You know, you just think like you know, the the fragility of it all. Well, you know, like she, yeah, yeah. She's gone. And yeah, It's yeah. like I'm here. Yeah. But it's just like it's 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 devastating, and it, and it, it's devastating on a, on a on a day to day basis. But it's fundamentally human, like. In talking to you about, like, you know, when you think about the psychedelic experience or the sort of continuity of things, which you seem to think about, what I'm going through is something everyone goes through. So, well, uh, but a lot of people go through it and they don't have, they don't articulate anything about it. And I think that's, that's where. I mean, it, yeah. you know, I'm lucky I get to do music and I, you know, I, I love writing songs. And so you sure. just, but part of, you know, even you being, uh, performer you know part of you doesn't always know what you're gonna say i right. say that about songs all the time you know you don't ever you're not sitting there thinking i must say this right right but yeah something in you wants to say something and and really that's a that's it i mean it, we overuse the word therapy but yeah. it is therapeutic to say it out loud right. to say it even if nobody else hears it in a way, you know, just you expressing it, sure. even if it's just to your own ears again, there's just something about that. Especially in a world full of uh, uh, of bullies and in a, in a world full of, you know, sort of m kind of knotted up emotions. Well, I mean, what's great about your your show is that it it's not just a soundbite. You know, it's not just a mm. couple of moments where you've got to throw all this it's got to be heavy. It's got to be entertaining. It's got to be quick. You know, you can talk and you can keep, you can go, yeah. you can keep the idea of flowing around. And man, there's not even very many people in life that do real conversations like that. <laughs> you know? No, no one, <laughs> you know, I, I noticed that. I yeah. used to like to have those conversations. You know, when you grew up in, uh, you know, it's not the Southwest, I guess. What is Oklahoma? Mid the Midwest. Midwest. Yeah, yeah. Midwest. Yeah. But there was a time in our lives, like if you don't grow up in a big city where you're just wandering around talking to people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, but even even like the like the driving driving around in the yeah. van. Oh yeah, know, all, all day. Yeah, would we would have we would have conversations that would last for months. You know, you would have started it at the beginning of the tour. <laughs> yes. you have another ten hour drive, and you you get back to it. <laughs> the you evolving know? conversation, yeah. and then and now, I mean, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think there's plenty of uh, 
plenty of people that I know that yeah. do, you know you can sit there and 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 talk with. But most most stuff isn't isn't it's not in depth. It's not reflective. It's not. It's not. Oh, I'm learning something as I'm as we're talking about it. I mean, your 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 show um, is so great like that. It's almost like you're learning stuff from your your guests, yeah. and they're learning stuff from you while it's happening. Yeah, no, it's, it's exciting. I'm learning yeah. exactly. Yeah, but like it's so. Amazing. Last time I talked to you it was like a million years ago. It was. I actually tell people. I used to say it as a joke. It was like in the mid '70s when you and yeah. I talked. <laughs> it, really, it felt like it. It was like <laughs> because it, we could be like '70s characters. I know, but but I, you know, some people know it's not the set wasn't the '70s, but some people just say, "Oh, I, yeah, Must, sure." It, it might as well have been. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, know. we like we did. I did the show, and we were in the hotel room. And we talked a lot about uh, and plane, you're, and plane, we went, fears of planes. Oh, totally. Yeah, but but then you're you know went to your show afterwards, yeah. and you, you, man, it was great. Yeah. It was kind of wild. It was great. It was a great. I mean, you were the trip. I mean, you're funny. You're funny and all the time, really. Thanks. But in but at you know when you're in the the arena there, when you're in the theater, yeah, it's like oh my gosh. Somebody asked me so pathetic, but so great and 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 (laughs) but but you know that is the thing that people relate to. I mean, it's 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 difficult for anybody to be as. Brutally honest about themselves as you are. It's terrible, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing right then. It is. It's, it's what I do. No, it's amazing. <laughs> but but like when I, when I remember we talked a lot about plane crashes. You talked about your brothers. How are your brothers? Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I, everybody seems to be about the same. I mean, the, maybe one of my brothers has OD'd since then. Trying to think of when that was. Like dead? Like dead, yeah. Oh, yeah. How many are there? Well, I've got Tommy, my oldest brother. Yeah. Ken is next to him. And then my sister, Linda. And then Marty is the one that OD'd on uh, some uh, sleeping uh, medication he oh, was taking. Oh, Jesus. On purpose? Be, no, no. I think oh. it was just, yeah. I mean, he just, uh, you know, yeah. just by accident. I'm sorry. So, yeah, yeah, for how, sure. How yeah. old was he? He's your older brother? Just a little bit older than me. I'm I'm 59 now, so he would have been, he's, yeah, just like he would have been 60, 61. Was know? he struggling with the thing? He Well, I mean, I, I don't want anybody to feel sad for me or my brother. I mean, he lived such an insane life, as you know people that yeah. do, and they've lived a thousand lives. They mm. should have been dead when he was 12. It's just so crazy. Twelve's <laughs> young, but yeah. <laughs> and so... Um, you know, he did every uh, drug that was available. Uh-huh. He, I mean, he, and he did everything that he wanted to do. So, the, yes, very sad in a sense, but, you know, when... No stone, no stone unturned. Right. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't hide from any, anything yeah. that, was, that was scary or dangerous. Like you and I. I mean, I, I always was afraid of, of stuff. I'm a bit of a pussy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For sure. I mean, you know, know, he would be racing motorcycles no, no, I, on I, drugs. No, you know, like that guy. whoa, yeah, yeah. Guy, I know. And just I, like man, I've know. always sort of looked up to those guys, yeah. and, you know, and like yeah. you know, aspired to be that guy. Yeah. But you know, I'm the guy, and like, uh, all right, so I push down two, and it's in second. <laughs> you know, I like can't not. I, I mean, there's just those dudes that just they don't think they're going to die, and they don't. Well, no, that's what I mean. He was exactly like that. So it's so. I mean, it, I'm not that it. It still wasn't wasn't. Mm. Bad or horrible, but it was a it, you know it, there was a thousand times that I thought I was going to get that call, 
and I and I didn't. And, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, and eventually you get that call, and yeah. So what um, was the funeral like? Did you do like a Flaming Lips New Orleans style? He uh, funeral, he had sort of. I think it was by his request. We took his uh, his his ashes. Yeah, the cremated ashes in a big thing, mm. and we drove around the racetrack where he would race. On really? drugs, yeah. <laughs> I, now that's gonna. That sounds bad, but it's all. Is true. I mean, I've done drugs. You've done drugs. But no, we just don't race I, a car. I haven't. I haven't done like that type of those oh. the, uh, of that level. Oh, I don't know. You I know. know. Which I ones would was, just which ones was he racing on? Everything. <laughs> I mean, if you think, of, yeah. Yeah, 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 like everything. Which is. Yeah, yeah, which made him like a super hero, sure. so, superhuman. You so know. you took the ashes and you drove around, drove around the back. We were sat in the back of a truck, and then we would we'd spread them out. And I mean, it was, it, it was you and your other brother. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was absurd. It was great, you know. That's and that's great. what you want, you know what I mean? Yeah. That you want something like that just to be like this is this is the way he he lived his life. This is this is great, and it wasn't. It's not overly sad when I, you know. Things like this happen, but it allows you to think of them a lot, you know, think, which is really so. the great I think thing. So. Like, you, get you, know. to, you get to remember them and think about them. and Right. You know, and we're not, I wasn't young when this happened. So, you know, when these things happen, if you're in your, a teenager in your even early 20s, you know, it's devastating. But by the time you get to be in your 50s and Yeah, stuff, by the time you get to, to, to have the thoughts of like any day now. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, right? <laughs> yeah. And then it's different. Or, well, I, or that you're just used to, you know, you're... I don't know. You know, there's a there's a time in your life mm. when you have you just have never thought about it. You've never thought that you're going to die or anything is going to die. You just have never given any thought. Yeah. And then you get this such a punch in the face, such a such a the right. wind blown out of you. And you don't ever, you know, for me, I don't ever want that again. I always want to be prepared and always want to be a little bit aware that what there's was, there's tragedy out there. All the what time. was the first time? Because like you know, with you know, look, I my best buddy in high school. He died. I've known plenty of people that died. You know, and, like why? What, what happened? Well, he died after high school. I don't know. Oh, he, oh I got you. But yeah, yeah. but not long. I mean, what well, he mm. wasn't. He was in his twenties. Uh, yeah. But um, but he had this massive asthma attack. It was tragic. But I, you know, uh, he, but it was like what I experienced with Lynn dying was is you know ongoing. Is it it shifts your your DNA, man? I mean, it's like there's a, there's some other thing that clicks in when somebody you love you know, dies tragically or something is removed from you that dramatically that you were so connected to. Yeah. Something clicks in. And I don't think it's unusual. I think it's totally human. I think it's, there's this, every cell in your body realizes like the loss, but also like this shit is fragile, yeah. you know, and yeah. that, you, you know, yeah, yeah. and it's, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. here one second and it's gone. Dude. Well, and the, and there really is, it, it, the world is chaos it, it, that all the time. When was you know, the first time you experienced that? Have you experienced that? Well, I talk about it in in, in a song in one of our new songs. So I've talked about oh, really? it recently. in American Head. Yeah, on American Head, it's called it's called Mother, Please Don't Be Sad. And so it's a, it's a story of when I was working at this. Uh, did you have the Long John Silvers uh, in in of course. In Albuquerque? <laughs> Of course, we have Long John Silver. Not Silvers. of course. I mean, we had not all everybody. Of them. We had all of them. We even had some that the other <laughs> places don't. We've got Blake's Lotta Burger. Don't know that one. Right. Do you have Whataburger in Oklahoma? We have Whataburger. You had Whataburger? We that would, wasn't everywhere. We would do you have be Piggly a little Wiggly? Bit... You have Piggly Wiggly? No. Oh, do you no. have Circle K? Circle K. Okay, yeah. good. All right. I mean, we would be a little bit of a test market. Like, if it works. Do you remember when Schlotzky's showed up? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a big day. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I yeah. was in high school, we're about the same age, where he'd 
go drive when there was a new fast food place you're like holy fuck this schlotsky's amazing oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah it was, almost felt fancy yeah. i remember when wendy's happened oh yeah 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 yeah. that was a big day the the fresh square burgers i know I, I don't know why like back then it just sort of seemed like now we get to have more you know and fast food i don't i I mean, it is good. You know what mm. I mean? It's like, of course bam, it's good. You know, and it's, I used to get cravings for McDonald's cheeseburger, just straight up. Just wow. a, just a yeah, McDonald's yeah. cheeseburger. Yeah. And, you know, not even with fries. Just like, if I'm going to eat it, I'm going to eat it. Yeah, and, and it doesn't really taste like a cheeseburger. It just tastes like a McDonald's cheeseburger. Exactly. It's a, yeah, yeah, Do you remember when the Big Mac happened? We were kids. Yeah, yeah. We were alive for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it used to be, that was you a know, messy even... Sandwich. even it still is. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know one? why they never you had one lately. Yeah, had one. Well, someone had one, and then they were trying to eat it in the car. Even though I was driving, it was still messy even for them. I'm like, that's just too. You're right. It's like the, I, seen a big I mean, compared to like the cheeseburger. The cheeseburger. It's like yeah, it's, it's just it's tight. Man, it's, it's tight. <laughs> It's in that bun. It's tight, man. It's not, you don't have to worry about it. You can see it, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all like the sealed Big Mac in there. It's like got that sauce, man. It's got that, Too that much of those it. little squares of lettuce around the outside uh, of it, and it's just flopping yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but Long John Silver's. Yeah, but they're not around even now. No, no, they're yeah. gone. It was, a, it, was a, it was a big undertaking, the Long John Silver's. Like there was a costume that people had to wear, and you know, it, I guess it everyone was. wears a costume at a it, fast food. No, place, but, but I mean, I would I would work not every Saturday, but when oh, I you would work there. on the yeah, Saturday, right. I would have to wear the the, the, co- the outfit. pirate outfit with a patch mm-hmm. that went over your eye. Come on, I really it was. Were you hard. the pirate, or were you working? Were You'd you be, working behind you, the register? Were no, you hired I'd, I'd to be, be the pirate? I'd be like, cooking. Yeah, with a with an eye patch. Yeah, and you know it's difficult. You know, I mean, like I it last it, in like the la- yeah. two or three years ago, I was wearing a an eye patch when I would when we'd perform as the Flaming Lips. You know, mm-hmm. but I would have a hole in it, and I could see out of it. You know, what was it? Why'd you wear it? Was it to, just to look crazy? You know, oh, just to be. It know. wasn't some sort of reference no. point to your youth. No, it started you purge a demon. I had <laughs> get the get the Long John Silver's out of me. Well. I I had it because I have these confetti launchers, these handheld sure. confetti launchers. I have about 50 of them. I shoot them all during the show. Yeah. And they're in a big, like, uh, drum uh, uh, case. Yeah. So I can grab them whenever right. I want. Right. And one night I grabbed one, and the trigger is, you know, it's connected to a CO2 cartridge, and the trigger right. is just a little thing. If you pull it, it shoots out. Well, I grabbed it, and the trigger got caught, and it shot me right in the eye. Ooh. It's got a lot of velocity, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it hit my eye so... That's a violent celebration. <laughs> Shooting <laughs> yourself in the face with a confetti gun. Just when we're getting ready to go on uh, stage. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it hit my eye so hard that I couldn't tell if like half my head was gone or if I was fine. You know, yeah. it's like it just you don't know for a couple of minutes if this is... Yeah. And I held my head and i i went over to one of the guys because it's all we're all getting ready to play and it's all dark and lights are out yeah and i said look in my eye and see if it's just a big hole there yeah and i pulled away and they were like that doesn't look like nothing you see you really were in that much shock that you're like weren't clear whether your eye was not in your socket well it's like it is hit so hard it was like like it's like numb you know it's like you're waiting for the pain right right it would have been blood and shit well or or it's or it's just a hole for like 30 seconds and then the the blood is stuck in your (laughs) eye socket 
but everybody's like, no, it doesn't doesn't look like anything. But I couldn't even see, you know. And so for most of the show, and it doesn't matter. That's what shows are. You do do what you got to do, you know. Um, And I really was very thankful. Um, Like, I never realized what having two eyes, how great it is. Really? Take it for granted. Well, of course, you know. And and there I was this whole time just like, man, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, even this distance that we have right now to the microphone, you know, it's all... Right, you got to have the depth perception Man, and with I just would, one. Yeah, I'd be everything flat. <laughs> I'd be hitting my face, and I'd be just you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, so this Long John Silver's, um, I, I, you know, back then there was just is no reference as to, like I don't even know if I'm 17 or 18, but I'm you know I started working there when I was 16 years yeah. old, kept working there into the early 90s, uh-huh. so started in 1977. Um, kept working not the not exactly all the time, but back and forth till early early nineties. Early nineties when we got signed to Warner Brothers. You yeah. worked at Long John Silver's on and off for uh, I I did a decade, eleven or twelve years. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god! I know. I mean, I built up so much. You were lo- so much what vacation time. We could go on tour for six weeks, and I would still get, I'd still get paid. Um, really, you were a lifer. You were a well, I, they, I, you know, they. Did you ever wear the outfit on stage? No, oh. no. I mean, by then it wasn't much. It was just a oh. one of those silly shirts yeah. and a bandana. But I, but I would. I don't, you know. No, would, of course, it looked cool enough. Sure. You know? But so there's a famous. Um, uh, murder that happened in in Oklahoma City, the, the sirloin stockade murders. Um, I remember and, those. And the it was a couple of uh, a, a guy and his brother and his wife went around to a couple of places and 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 robbed robbed the restaurants and would uh, put the employees into the walk in cooler and then shoot them through the head. Oh my yeah. god! And 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 just mysteriously, like there's no. Um, I remember it happened, and um, you know, there's no, there's no, there's no clues. It's like, you know, yeah. who would do this? You know, what's going on? You know, no, no, it's just random stuff. You know, um, so it's it's big news. Yeah. You know, it's on the sure. news every day. It's in the paper every yeah. day, and all this. And if you work at a restaurant, a fast food restaurant, you know, this stuff is just in your mind. You know, it's just everybody's You're always vulnerable. talking about. It. Yeah. So um, we're about to close up, and these guys. Run in the front door, which isn't that unusual. But right. then they, you know, there's like a side door where the bathrooms and then the the cash register is, and they just burst through. Oh, behind! So they're so now they're on your side. Yeah, you know, the counter is here, but then they just yeah. burst through. You know, um, that moment of like, what's happening? Well, you know, at ver- at first you just don't really know. It's again, it's this chaos, the chaos of the world. You you have no idea what's going to happen. Then suddenly, it's just man. You know, yeah. they've got these guns and they are so, they're just so pissed off. You know, yeah. they're ahead of you. You know, they're already they're, like they're there to scare the shit out of you. They're angry and they're pissed and they want the money and yeah. you just get the feeling they'll they'll shoot you. Of course they would. You know, and they they you know get on the ground, motherfuckers, get on the ground. And, really? You know, just twenty seconds earlier, I'm just ready to get off work. I'm just a dork cooking the last hush puppies, and then you know suddenly, and I don't know why. And it must be the adrenaline and stuff that happens to you when this when you're it's flight or flight or mm-hmm. something you know 
I really did think I was going to die. I remember just you're on the ground, on the ground, and he and they're screaming at the assistant uh, manager uh, for her to open up the safe. And you just don't, you know, you think, well, this is because other people have been killed around the city, you know. Um, and I really did think I'm going to die. They're going to they're going to shoot me, you know. And I I remember thinking about. Um, I was going to stop at my mother's house afterwards. I would stop there every, you know, every three or four days and drop off my uh, dirty uniform, and yeah. I, I would and I would talk for a while, and then I'd, I'd go to my apartment or whatever. And I, I remember thinking, my mother's going to worry where I'm at because I'm not going to show up at the, you know, she's going to start thinking it's getting late. I wonder yeah. where Wayne is. And if, I'm thinking, if you're dead, yeah. And I'm thinking she's going to start to worry, and then that thing that you. You know, you see in movies or whatever where the cops, yeah. you know, hey, you're, you know, are you, are, you know, Wayne works at uh, Long John Silver's and there's been a robbery and he's been killed. And, you know, you, this all just flies through your mind. And I was, I don't know why it's so, you know, it wasn't more of a panic to do something else. It was just like, fuck, this is how I'm going to die. Like, I'd never... It could right. have. I, I never thought of it before. It's nice though I, that know. you thought about like maybe I should call my mom. Not call. I but mean, no, the, no, I know. Like but, just but, that. But that's what your yeah. thought was. Like she's going to be worried. It's, yeah, <laughs> and 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 that I wanted to tell her. You know, she would just be like, "Why did they do this to Wayne?" And I just wanted to like, "Mother, this is just the chaos of the world. We weren't doing anything wrong, and this is just the way it was. I wasn't out causing trouble, and you know, it, you know, I, it was like it was. There's just a, no, there's no why to yeah, it. Yeah, like exactly. You know, and so that was the part. Me from beyond wanted to let her know, like this isn't. The, you know, this was just. I was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's, you know, yeah, I mean, no, I, I, yeah. I think about that too. In in light of Lynn's death, it's sort of like you can't. It's almost like you can't. You can't ask those questions if if you want to maintain your sanity. You know, like you cannot. You know, like you, you know. There's these moments where you have these God moments or whoever in the movies or whatever, where someone dies and you're like, "Why?" Well, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. fucking answer to that. It's not like that in real life. No, no. There's there is no answer, and there's not. It's better that there's no answer. You know, to me, this, this, I wasn't, I mean, I've known plenty of people that have looked for trouble and have, and, you know, have, have deserved sure, to get sure. killed. I've known, you know, there's plenty of that, but this was just a random. Right. You know, and, and sure, they were robbing us and this, you know, they were in the wrong or whatever, but it didn't, it didn't hit me like that. It didn't strike me like. So how does this you know, play into the, to the, to the, is there a theme to the record? Well, I think. The it, chaos of the world? Is that what you're dealing I with? I think we just started to. To sort of highlight, we had a few songs that started to seem like we were singing about some, you know, nostalgic 70s stuff. Now, I'm almost 60 years old, but Stephen, the other songwriter yeah. you know, in the group, he's eight or nine years younger than me, but he's... You know, he was he was in a, a big family like I was, had older brothers, uh -huh. drugs, violence, crazy yeah. shit, you know. Yeah. So a lot of the things that we'd, we would be talking about it's happening to me when i'm 17 or 18 but a lot of stuff's happening to him when he's like 10 or 11 you know um from that era same type of stuff that's interesting yeah, yeah. so yeah. they're they're yeah. like the way things impress upon your mind are different well or just that 
It's drugs. It's seventies. It's older brothers. Well, yeah, it's because like death, you, you know, like even I remember, like I'm fifty seven, so you're a couple years older than me, I guess. But mm-hmm. like I remember when, don't you remember when you were a kid, like you know, eight or nine, and everything was the sixties. Well, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. I was born in 63, so 69, I'm six or seven. Yeah. And just, like, what everything looked like, what people looked like, oh, yeah. it was like, you just wanted to be part of that shit. It was cool. Groovy, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, and when you're young, it's it's quite easy to be believe the the utopia optimism that was happening. I'm, for me, it was wonderful. I just wanted know. to have long hair in those pants. Man, I still do. <laughs> you do. You're in it. You're you got all the pants and long hair you want. But so this, you know, this awakening uh-huh. of when you're 17 or 18 years old, this, uh, th- it's like what you talked about. Suddenly, it's like this is this shit is fragile. Yeah. Which I'd never. I don't know. You know, you know people in high school that get killed, and you know yeah. it, it, but it doesn't happen to you. Right. I know it. You know. I always knew it in my mind. You know, yeah. however panicky I was, like, I don't want to die. Am I sick? Am I dying? You know, yeah. and then sometimes if you freak yourself out enough or you're in a situation like you were, you feel the, the proximity, yeah. right? So there's, yeah, yeah. there's an insane yeah, existential yeah. panic there. But when someone you love goes, then you're like, wow. Then, then it's like, you know, all of a sudden you're like, um, it's it's a different feeling. It's it's tangible. It's real, and you're dealing with an absence. You know, you can't make that up in your head. You feel it. You feel it. More. Well, I, I mean, I think in in movies and even in in music, right? It's such an accelerated thing that it does. Mm. You know, you can feel nothing at the very beginning of a song. It starts to play, and suddenly you're feeling all this stuff. Yeah. And then the song ends and you're kind of back to your regular life, you know. And then, and then you, do, you play it again to see if it'll work again. <laughs> Which it kind of does. Sure, it'll yeah, work. Yeah, if you're yeah. careful, it'll work your whole life. But, you know, real life doesn't just stop like that. You know, the flow doesn't just flow over you. It's just always kind of, uh, it's always kind of there, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I, I remember after this happened, just being aware like, Anything could happen. Right. You know, I still am like that now. You know, like even um, staying across town, yeah. you know, I still think someone could break into this house. I mean, you know, you see murders, murder documentaries no, dude, all the I, time. I know. I, every night I, I bought a bat. You know, I got a bat. <laughs> but, you know, like... You know, but the, here's the weird thing. Here's what I was thinking of. Like, I think that all the time. Yeah, I, you I, know what I got? I got some hornet spray. There you go. See, and instead of like a gun or a bat, it's like I don't want to shoot you. I don't know if I'm going to get the bat in time. Well, yeah, but if by yeah. the time, like the thing is, like I got an alarm on my house. You got an alarm, don't you? Well, I do, but I don't always really set it because it's like it goes off so much that you're so kinda, you can't set it. Yeah, yeah. My you know? fear is like that someone's going to hit me in the head when I'm sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> It's very, it's very specific. I've talked about it with other people. That, you mean like they just I'm, come in and bludgeon you to, yeah, like, de- to yeah. death? To me, that's the scariest thing. Like, well, yeah. It's just like, yeah. It's like, the, like how Bob Crane died. In some I was thinking exactly Bob Crane. <laughs> uh, he was staying in some like sleazy hotel, hotel with and some the weird, weird buddy. <laughs> Something went wrong in his buddy's head. Well, we're lucky. I mean, I've got a big house. But we have got we a have, weird buddy. We got dogs, and we oh, got yeah, you okay. know, we have some some element of. But what of, I was thinking though know. too is like you know, I grew up in New Mexico. We there was guns everywhere. 
You're in Oklahoma. You knew friends with guns. I know, but we didn't. We didn't have them. I no, mean, I, I didn't have them. Know, but I'm just saying that, like, the the yeah. menace of it. Yeah. Like I remember, like you know, so we used to drive around. You know, you get your license when you're 15 in New sure, Mexico, yeah. driving around, yep. go where the kid, where the kids are. Yeah. And like some dude I know, like someone, they were out, they were driving around, they got smart with somebody, and some guy fucking shot a 38 into the door. Didn't kill my friend, but you know, he had that bullet hole in his fucking door. Well, again, it's, I know it's like. Like we're, I mean, we're lucky that we're. I we, guess we, you we know, here I'm like a, all it, of it. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, actually. Yeah. I'm speaking from some sort of weird white privilege. I mean, there's <laughs> fucking war zones in this country, and I'm talking about this one ex- event with a 38 that almost hurt my friend. Well, no, I, I don't. I, I think we're just lucky. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think, and I don't. I, Have I, you I had, don't even want to be around it. I mean, the, the, there were protests, you know, earlier uh, in the summer, yeah. and, and and especially in Oklahoma, it's like, I mean, maybe it's, 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 it's. it's Probably true everywhere, it was everywhere now, yeah. you know. But I, I didn't want to go. Just, I mean, we have a little baby, and it's like I just didn't want to be. Even if I'm not being specifically shot at, it's yeah. like just some place where bullets are going and and people are pissed off. You don't like, want to raise the possibility of you dying, yeah, uh, uh, exponentially just by being at a place. Yeah, yeah. I've where, had moments yeah. in my life though. Like, here's what I was going to ask you because, like, the weird thing about death is that I've definitely, and I'm sure you have as well just given our lives, I've definitely been in situations that were not going good. Yeah. And, and yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, and it, this isn't when it's going to happen. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely had that. Because it, it kind of reminded me of the yeah. being on the floor, but you, it was the opposite. You felt that it, it might be the end of you. But I've been in cars with fucked up people oh, oh, going over, like, you oh, know, where it's sort of like, yeah. where, he's going too fast, and I think he just ran over a curb. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm in the back seat going, like, it's not going to happen like this. Oh, I see. It's not going to happen. See, I this think- This ain't where going to happen. I think I would I would have just been, I, I mean, I, I would just be so certain- like why wouldn't it? I mean, I mean, we talked about the plane crashes. I, I mean, I people I, will say I, that I, to me. I can't, I can't do that anymore. People will say, well, you know, there's a, there was a plane crash yesterday. So you, now today, of course, it's not going to crash today. Well, how could mm-hmm. that happen? I'm like, mm-hmm. that's 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 bullshit. It's yeah. like they happen all the time. Yeah. I, I never. <laughs> they don't I, happen all the time. Well, they really don't. <laughs> they really don't. But when you're on one, you think, well, why wouldn't it happen? I, I mean, I guess I never. If I, I could, think. Did I pull the short straw on this? Well, I I mean no, I, I don't I don't You're more likely to die in a fucking car. Well, I know. And then if I really didn't think it was going to work, I just wouldn't get on. I wouldn't buy a plane ticket. Not. But of course it's not. only once you sit there. Now you, you can think, almost like fly privately and, and on a major airline cuz no one fucking I don't think a lot of people are flying right now. I know I I haven't yet. No, me neither. No. Are you kidding me? I, I drove mean, to fucking New Mexico almost lost my mind but, you stopping for but, gas. But dry well that but that's not that hazardous now. I mean, it, it, yeah, it, really? I mean, there was no. I didn't it, when I was driving. I got to Needles, California, which right. not even out of California before Arizona. Yeah, and yeah. I walk in, and there was no distancing. Half the people were wearing oh, masks. Oh shit! People were yeah, talking. Yeah. I had to piss, and I'm like, after that, I'm like <laughs> pissing outside. <laughs> you know? Well, we we pee a lot outside. Yeah. 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 Fuck that. Well, I know, I know, but. I mean, so in that way, I, I suppose we were more used to it because, yeah. And, and, and now the, you know, the idea that your hands are touching you, it's not as, it doesn't as feel scary. as, yeah, as yeah. scary as it was, you know. Yeah, you know, you, but, you, yeah. know you just got yeah. you gotta yeah. be, it's just like, you know what to do. You know what I mean? Well, I understand though. You go into those places where it's just too many, too, too many, many people. people. I'm yeah. just sort of like, what is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the album you sent me before, the King, King's Mouth album, that was a big symphony thing, right? 
I forget what all I've sent you. So we had the King's Mouth is is a big uh, no. It's it's part of an art installation. Oh, that's right. It was, so it which was like, one was this with with the symphony? The symphony one was recorded, I think, two thousand and sixteen with the Colorado Symphony. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing, amazing. I can't imagine it, for like you like to, to have that interpreted like that. Who did the score of something like that? It it took a couple of years to sort of organize huh. it, but I mean, luckily there's symphonies around the country that really do it all the time. So they're kind of you know always. But setting. didn't somebody have to make it a score? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I forget the guy's name, but we, yeah. we we were we were working with him a lot. You know? How how would that um, feel? Well. To tell you the truth, I mean, we had done a few things living in Oklahoma City, you know, with the Oklahoma City Symphony and oh, stuff. Okay. Yeah, and it's kind of chaos, you know. They, <laughs> it's a theme. Well, they have their way of working, uh-huh. you know, because they they really work every day, like yeah. like a nine to five job, you know. And right. and you know, we're <laughs> used they? to working. Well, I mean, you know, we're a band, and we just work and work and work. Aren't until, they just a bigger band? Not really. I mean, because they're just such a giant ensemble, you mm. know, and it, and and they and they do lots and lots of music. You yeah. know, it's not like I mean, I'm doing just our music. Yeah. You know, I'm not doing everybody's music. I'm right. just doing my music, yeah. you know. So we spend a lot of time to making every detail about it. Mostly, I mean, I think you relate to this. Mostly, so we're not petrified when we go up there to perform. We feel like we've we've got this. We've worked on it. We've worked on it. And right. And when in doubt, I've got the confetti cannon. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you know, we just work on it. Right. Of so course. We sort you of practice, feel like yeah. Even it's if tight. it goes badly, we've yeah. done everything we can. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But with these orchestras, you know, you just have to work so fast because they're just you're just another thing that they're doing. Not to dismiss it, but uh, it's like they you know right, they're used right. to working fast and they're good and they'll they're not worried about it that much. And so it's like, oh my gosh, you know, you're working on something that I want to work on a song for like a week, and they're like, we got twenty minutes, and you're right. like, oh, oh my gosh, yeah, really. So. And it's a big ensemble. Yeah. I mean, you're on a big stage, and we're used. I mean, we're wimps. You know, we're a rock band, but we have in-ear monitors and sure. we have floor monitors, and you know, you yeah. just so you can hear everything right. that's going on. Right. And then you get there, and everything is so quiet. You can't really hear, you know, whatever the horn section is yeah. playing over, over the string section. Yeah. You know, it's just it's a panic. You know. Yeah. But by the time we got to do this thing, this performance at, at the big Red Rocks Amphitheater there outside of Denver, we were prepared. Like this is, you know, you're not you're not going to be able to tell really what's going on, but we're going to we're just going to be in the zone and we're going to do it. And you've been to Red Rocks before that, though, right? Plenty of times, yeah, but yeah. not with the orchestra, right? Of you know, course, just playing right. as yeah. you know, just playing as a, as a rock band or whatever. But so it was, it was wonderful. But you know, it's full of just. You don't really know is this going good or bad or, right, right. or what, and then the audience screams and you think, oh well, it must be, yeah. must be going. And good. then you think like, yeah, but they'd like anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a way, but you, you kind no, of it's just the insecurity yeah, part. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was know. amazing. But then listening to it afterwards and having some time to sort of mm-hmm. you know hone in on the bits that, it, so yeah, it's utterly amazing. It's and then you know, but it's not, um, it's it's not it's the same as listening to it isn't the same as the experience of being there because it's just too I can't imagine it like I just find that I I guess I was asking because like when I've been in a symphony space where a symphony's playing, I'm just sort of like, holy oh, yeah. fuck. No, so, uh, like me, the force it, of it. Oh, so, uh, me, 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 both of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's insane because it's kind of mysterious as how it... 
know. it builds and know. you know there's all this stuff happening and it's it's yeah it's utterly amazing yeah and it's like yeah. this music that no one like 10 people give a shit about <laughs> like, you know like it's like it's so profound like you know like i the, the time i don't understand anything about classical music uh, but i just right. remember one time i was in new york i had nothing to do i was there for a thing and they just that was across from lincoln center and i was just like i'm just go over there and see if there's some classical music i can watch just anything yeah i didn't give a fuck <laughs> what, how, what difference is it gonna make well i don't know right yeah you, yeah. Know, you know a few of the things right like, you know, yeah Mahler's ninth or whatever oh, that, that would beethoven, be me right. yeah that would be me as well yeah but it was yeah. just like a beethoven thing it wasn't even a full symphony i went in and i'm like what is happening like it was this, amazing of course it yeah. was amazing I, I know it really is i know i know and it's like and 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 people think it's it's oh it's that kind of music i wouldn't like it but but when you're there it's powerful it's, yeah, but i don't yeah. buy the records yeah. i don't do nothing yeah you know but i but when i go <laughs> i'm like you know like i haven't got i can barely see this is the this is what i mean about your show it's like see people would be guarded like oh yeah i know i know classical music like don't, oh don't give a fuck I don't, I, don't, but i love it I it's love at the same the, time yeah. i know and you're I'm, like i don't buy the record I don't have any records. <laughs> like I, uh, like I'm trying to do the jazz thing, and I'm, I'm getting in there. You know, I can. I name some guys. I got guys I like with the I, jazz yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. Know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, some I'm of them, same way. I'm same way. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, but what, yeah. who are your jazz guys? It would be the same as everybody. You know, I'd, I'd have like most of the Miles Davis stuff. I'd have most of the John Coltrane. Right. I would have some. Um, do you listen to any of that out there shit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cecil Taylor. Um, uh, Ornette Coleman. Yeah, Coleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, not all the Ornette Coleman, but there's Albert Ayler. You ever listen yeah, to Albert Ayler? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I'm, but I'm not an expert. You know, no, me neither. I, I know, know, I know twenty guys, and there's a there's a hundred thousand of them. That's exactly what I. That's exactly what I say. That I, jazz rabbit yeah. holes deep. And the fucking yeah. thing about the weird thing about jazz is like, not, to my ears, like I can tell the difference between most of the guys that I listen to. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. in the big picture, it's I, like you're, you're. It's it's the same thread. Well, you know? I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With yeah, rock totally. and roll, you're like, I know those fucking guys. No one. You know. Well, some people would probably say the same thing about what we think is like. You know, there's the there's the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. They're like, I oh, don't know. Don't they all sound the same? No. It's like, no. Who is that person? I, but they must, huh? They must maybe just... maybe. A... <laughs> Someone two generations ago, I don't, or or someone that's you know eighteen years old. Did you grow up with country music? Well, the you know the good country. I mean, what I call the good country music, but not really. I mean, even living in Oklahoma, go to state fair. Yeah, but we, you know, but even at the state fair, they played Led Zeppelin. You know, I mean, I I never went to see. But Led Zeppelin didn't play the state fair. No, but they would just play like Led Zeppelin at the on the rides. Well, the New Mexico state fair, like you know, people like Roy Clark, Buck Owens, Willie Whaley. Yeah, I mean, come through. Those guys would play George Jones. Yeah, and if it was if it was like one of them or something, but I wouldn't. You know, when we were younger, we wouldn't have known too many. Too many. I think I was just wondering if you had it in the house or something. No, I mean my my parents were from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and they oh, yeah. they didn't. I mean, we had some music, but not yeah. very much. You know, yeah. back in the day, there was only before anybody had just a bunch of albums. Yeah, you know, growing up, yeah, we had a few Beatles albums. Yeah, my right. mother had uh, the Tom Jones records. And she oh, yeah. loved Tom sure. Jones. Sure. You know. Um, but not like tons of albums. No, you know. No. Yeah, my parents had a few here. And yeah, there. you know. So, this new record, how long did it take you to make it? If you take like how well, like it sounds like you're pretty meticulous. I don't know how the process works. Well, we're lucky because I have a studio at my house, and then we always work with uh, Dave Fridman, our producer, up in his studio up in New York. But we always have like three or four things going on. Yeah, you know, so you're always kind of, you know, there's some deadlines are here and some deadlines are far away, and you know, the idea that you always are always doing it, I think that's 
why you're so good at your thing here. You know yeah. what I mean? You're just always doing it. Yeah. And it's not like, man, if we don't get this one right, it's over. It's like, yeah, but I'm just talking to people and staying engaged. I mean, you got it like, you know, you're sort of like, how, can we make that guitar sound different or is this what we're doing? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I think creative people are just like messing around with stuff. Well, yeah, stay in it. As yeah. long as you're engaged with the process, yeah. right? I get what you're saying. I mean, right. I just, I love it. I mean, I yeah, clearly, I, I love making records, but, but you I love paint and you make movies and you uh, everything. Yeah, I mean, I you just make babies. I yeah, <laughs> you made a fucking baby since the last time I saw you. When I talked to you, I think you were producing a Keisha record or something. We had done some stuff with Kesha, yeah. Kesha. I like how he calls her Kesha. I don't Kesha. know. I, I, love... another, I don't know who she is. I don't know one song. You know, I don't know one... And I and I have nothing against her. I'm sure the, she's great, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I know the kids liked her. That I, I totally understand where you're coming from. Yeah, but like, yeah, well, yeah. So oh, you worked with her, and then since then, you you went through a, a, a Miley period, it seems. Well, we're, we're actually staying at Miley's, one of Miley's houses. That's why I'm here in L.A. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I mean, Just to hang out with her? Well... My wife was well, she, she's here as well. My wife wanted to come out here for her birthday ah. because she didn't want. And I, this sounds bad. I'm speaking for her, so mm. did, you know, I, I, most of her friends won't listen to yeah. our show. And you, you, you right. and me talk. Yeah, her friends aren't <laughs> going to get mad at you. You think you're going to be okay? Well, I just know we went to a, a wedding about a month ago yeah. in Bozeman, Montana, oh. and it was outside. Yeah. And it's breezy, and you're kind of, are, and everybody's kind of aware we're going to do masks, we're going to do the yeah. thing, you know. But the fucking reception starts, and yeah. the DJ's loud. Yeah, people are getting drunk. Masks are coming off. Fuck, you know. And <laughs> and I'm not saying that every. I mean, everybody's yeah. talking to everybody, right, you know. But sure. there's, I can tell there's yeah. five or six dudes that are. Yeah. They got to talk to me. Yeah, you know, they're they're in yeah, the music or whatever. Wayne. Yeah. And they're getting drunk, and the music is loud, and that's you know that's they're what right the problem is. Sure, it's that it's loud, and they're going to go right here in no, your yeah, face. Yeah, well, nobody. But but it's also the problem is like nobody wants to be living like this, and everybody there's that part of them that's sort of like it'll be okay. And it's as, as soon as you have one cocktail, the it'll be all right. Well, yeah, then you're just fucked. Yeah, yeah, and especially yeah. you know five or six dudes, and so. And it is, it's awkward. You and I talked about this walking Coming in. Up, it's yeah. awkward because you don't, at some point you're like, we've been going for five minutes, but now I don't want to do it. You know, you're always, it's yeah, always it like. it freaks out. I just yeah, talked to, to yeah. Ray Seahorn and she would, went to some outdoor party with people she knew and there's only like six people and they were just sitting at a table and she freaked out. She had to go. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah. So I, luckily I had an excuse. I was going to go back to our Airbnb and check on our little baby yeah. and, and, and grandmother and stuff. Yeah. But Part of me was glad that I got to leave because I was right. like, this is... So we didn't want to have any parties or anything. Right. Oh, I see what the point is. And yeah. just to, just to, you know, and, and I mean, so many people will want us to do something, especially with her. And so I think sure. she was like, I'm not going to be here and we'll just be in an isolated house in LA. And luckily, you know, uh, this house of Miley's that we're in, it's it's very isolated. Everybody got tested and even the even the security guards and all that. So, um so we kind of feel like we're in the right even though we're, you know, we're traveling around and stuff. I think we're in a good That's you know, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's good and you're having a nice time. Oh, it's great. 
I mean, until the now everybody's worried about the oh, the fucking the fire. fire. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, there's no end to it, dude. I I, I, I thought I was going to get out and get away, and I went to New Mexico, and that was on fire. Like I was like, I'm just going to go to Albuquerque. No, it I was. thought. But your your stuff looked great. No, no. By the time yeah. I got to Taos, by the third day, it started to clear up. It wasn't a fire like here. They were just letting it burn off. But right. it was it was right. definitely that haze. But there's not. But I mean, Taos, even, it's even a coming better. to you, you know, to just driving over. I mean, the fires aren't right here. Are no, they? no, no, no. I mean, they're yeah. they're 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 closer than I like. But right. uh, you know, but they're not just up north now. There's one not far. Right. But in Albuquerque, up I was I drove up to Taos, and they were right outside of Santa Fe in Nambi. But the, the, there wasn't a panic there. They were just sort of like, no one lives up there. It's hard to get up there. Or they're going to uh, let them burn off. Yeah. But it did fuck the sky up. Yeah. But um, yeah. so wait, so how old's the? Uh, what's the your boy's name? His, his his name is Bloom, like a flower. I thought he was a girl for so well, long. Well, I know he kind of looks like a girl if you if you don't know, yeah. But you know that's that's here's he, what is so got, funny: like, blonde hair and yeah, yeah he's, he's, a, he's he's beautiful, beautiful kid. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. But yeah. well, you started sending pictures of that me. You started texting me pictures of you and that kid like the day after it was born, and I, and then they they come sporadically. It's not like you and I text a lot, but every so often a picture will come. Yeah. And for a while there, I was like, is he trying to get me to have a baby? No. See, I would I would always I I would wonder about that sometimes. Yeah. You know, I'm but like, I see but, what he's doing. He's happy, right? And he's trying to he's trying to get me to have a baby. Yeah. See, I just sort of feel like. This is what I do with texting. I just sort of say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Sure. It, no, I love him. I love like, him. But it, I think it was just me having a conversation with myself. But Maybe I, I have to have a baby See, I, I considered that about you. I yeah. thought he might be thinking that. But then I'll send you like some picture of some food or something, too. Some food and, yeah, or and you in a, in a just, crown. Just anything. I do, here's what I'm doing. What <laughs> yeah, are you yeah. doing? And here's, that way- Here's what I'm doing. This like rays coming out of eyes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah, sure. I, or part of it is saying- I'm a lot cooler than you are, and here's pictures <laughs> to prove it. No, I just, I just think that's the wonder of what you can do now. What's well, that like, thing you sent me? Where you, what's that one where you're wearing both two? You have been wearing makeup, and you've got a crown on. What was that from? I don't know who it was. You and some other guy. I don't and know. You're, the, you're blue, and one of them oh, yeah, got a yeah. crown. Yeah, yeah. That was we 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 did like a Christmas uh, a video. It was just this yeah, weird yeah. picture of, of yeah. you in makeup with a crown with oh, another totally. guy. Totally, I'm, I'm blue. Yeah, and yeah, I yeah. texted back. Yeah. I texted back. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, that's no, like that's it's what fun. you do. Yeah. I mean, there's no way we would ever just call each other. Hey, what no. are you doing? Do you do that know. with anybody? No. Yeah. I would. I would never even liked it when we did it. You know. Yeah. But just doing something that takes a second. Yeah, I like it. I and like it takes it. you a second. You're yeah, like, throw oh, it back. I know fun. what's going on with Wayne. Yeah. But yeah. let me yeah. ask you though, like, yeah. like, how did this? Like, I mean, how the baby? Because it, like, it's like I could see. That you know the experience of it is is profound, and that like you you're you know it, you're it's it, that you have these pictures of you where you're sort of like holding the baby, and even your vanity cannot compete with the love that you have for the baby. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think did that know, come off as an insult? No, right. that's great. I I totally understand that. Yeah. You know, um, I think everybody has. At some level of of a desire to nurture. Mm. I mean, even if you're just you course, know, even just with course. your if it's your friends or your family yeah. or whatever, you know, right. deep in you there must be this. Mm. Uh, uh, some people obviously don't have it, and they're 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 serial yeah, killers they're or whatever. The president. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're you're right. Um, <laughs> and and I just don't think you you can ever really satisfy that. Unless you have an actual baby, that, right? You know, so I feel like cats don't count. 
all that does. I yeah. think that's why you have dogs and cats and right. friends and everything. You know, I, it's and, not the real game until you eat the human baby. Well, I think having this now this centralized entity that yeah. you know without right. you is not gonna it's not you know it's not, not gonna, gonna make survive it. yeah and and uh, uh, like your maybe the dogs and cats are the same way but like your friends and you know your family and stuff you know they really are gonna be fine yeah you know but you somehow care about them you mm-hmm. care deeply about them you want everything to be all right so I think for me I think now having an actual baby. That, you know, you want to have your energy for and you want to be, you know, you want to be awake and smart and be there all the time. I think it just says this is important and these other things aren't that important. Right. Not other things, meaning music and friends right. and all that. No, yeah. But there's a lot of gaps yeah. in when you're doing things that are, you know, you're just like, well, I guess if they think it's important, it must be important. Sure. But now I sort of feel like I can, in my mind, I can say this isn't that important to me. I'm not going to sit here. Yeah. You know. Because I got a kid. Or just to waste your time and waste your energy or to waste your emotional brain right. on. You well, know? it's interesting now, even with this, with the quarantine or whatever, is that for better or for worse, people are spending a lot more time with their families and their kids. Yeah. But I imagine at the age that he's at, it's like great. Well, I I know I, I hesitate to even say it, it, I mean, it is great, yeah. but I don't like to say because I know so many people are struggling yeah, with, without jobs and yeah, yeah. families are sick and all that. But I know, I mean, for us, I mean, and this goes back to like the way your your show is. You know, it's like this element of time hmm. is it, it, time is part of everything that we do. Everything that we do is like, you know, it's the time that you spend with it is part of the equation. Yeah. But, you know, being a, a reasonably successful uh, band that gets to travel around the country, play festivals, play shows, get invited to crazy parties, everything. I yeah. say yes to everything. Mm. Um and you just don't have any time. Sure. You know, you end up being on a, a, you're on a plane, you're at a sound check, you're doing a show, you're yeah. in a hotel. And all of it, on one level, is amazing. Sure. But there's just no time to even care that it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, there's times when I would just say, I'm just going to sleep on the bus, even mm-hmm. though there's a five-star hotel right there. I just don't want to get up and go in there because it's just another, yeah. it's just a bed and a toilet. I've, yeah. Got, yeah. I've got that right here. Right. I mean, I I would be very thankful that it's all there, but there's just no time to like to s- appreciate it and assess to, and take it in. Yeah, you know, I always say like when you're the best meals you ever have are because you're hungry, yeah. not because they're the best meals made by the the greatest chefs yeah, ever. It's too much pressure. It's just when you're hungry and yeah. you get to eat something good, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But if you're not hungry. Or you've already eaten something. I mean, they can they can be the best thing ever in front of you. You're kind of like, oh, well. You yeah. know? And I think a lot of our experiences would be like that, you know, where you are just flying through things so quickly. Yeah, I know. I noticed know. that, too. Like, there, 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 a lot of the noise has been turned down right now. You know, the pace has changed, obviously. I'm still doing this. But I, I was talking about this this morning about how it's the same with, like, what you said about food. There's no silence better than the one after noise. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. but I mean, I'm. I think that also that 
I am feeling that as well where it's like because you and I are similar in age and we've been working our whole lives to, to, to get to where we are and to do what we like to do and we continue to do it whether we like it or not uh, we do it <laughs> I love it no 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 I mean, yeah, I, mean okay, I love yeah, it yeah, too yeah. but when you say yes to everything you yeah. know in your head it's sort of like this might be a little rougher than the other one <laughs> you know but but you do it you know what I mean because it's what we do well you know? I say yes and sometimes in my mind I think I hope it doesn't work out but I have to say yes sure right now. sure and, I hope it doesn't suck too there's that <laughs> right so See that's your that's why I love your show because I look I can't say that but you can okay. you, that, you, you, yeah, could, you yeah. could if you felt it but and my point is that now that there's literally like you can't even be like well where do we got to be where's that band going who are we playing the bigger room or why are we in that room all those questions they don't apply because no one's doing well, shit I know I I know so it's, there's this piece yeah. right so the the brain is not comparing the brain is not full of dread or or anticipation of something happening and you can focus on you know the apocalypse <laughs> and and gratitude there's this weird mixture of like things are scary the chaos of yeah, life yeah. Yeah, yeah but but here you are with a baby and yeah. here you are you yeah, know, yeah. with this life that you've built for yourself and and you have the time to be grateful absolutely absolutely and knowing that people don't have jobs and i have i have a i have a great great job that's allowed me you know some some leeway here and and some people aren't very healthy and i'm i'm yeah it's terrible i'm healthier than ever it's hard it's a hard place to be i I started crying about that yesterday i was talking to i was talking to a therapist that comes to my house uh again you know um which is you, you know a luxury but I just the, the sort of weird balance of like I didn't think I was going to make it. I didn't think I was going to uh, have a life in this business. I mean, up until I started this podcast, it wasn't looking good. Yeah, I wasn't making money. I couldn't sell a ticket. You whatever. Mean, I, you mean as a stand-up? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just I just didn't think I was gonna you know so the, be the, able to even live in my house anymore. So now here I am. Everything worked out. You know, a lot of ways. And now, you know, we've got the plague. We've got the apocalypse. You know, I'm experiencing tragedy. But, like, I have to still realize that I'm alive and there's a lot to be grateful for. And a lot of people are suffering. And I have to balance, like, how do I, you know, continue to be empathetic with my, with, with also experiencing gratitude, but also carrying a certain amount of fear and pain. It's tricky shit. Well, I think you handle it amazing if you ask me to hear you talk about it because that's you you you're able to talk about it and you you talking about it made me feel like man you know yeah he's you made me feel good about all this stuff and even feel good about like what's happening to you and so I don't know. I think that's just part of the thing. But I think with the baby, though, I got to assume, man, that like, you know, on any given day, just to look at the kid, like, you know, look, I'm not, I don't think I, I I don't need, I I don't, I'm not, I don't think I need a kid. Right, right. But I do understand more as time goes on, the sort of joy and focus that like, despite everything else being what it is and the chaos in the world or whatever, the amount of love that transpires between, you know, you and your kid and your wife and around this family unit has got to be just... Well, yeah, like it has to erase everything. Well, I mean, when he's when he's there in in his moment, I mean, yeah. you just that's it's easy to oh, get. I see. I'm idealizing. I'm get, forgetting about the abs- part where it, where you're going like, oh god, when's this going to stop? No, I don't think that. Okay. I mean, I think I would have <laughs> when I was younger. You right. know, I oh, think yeah. I'm very lucky that it's happened to me in my late fifties, and I I feel like I've 
I, for me, I kind of feel like this is my third life. Mm. You know, there was my life before I got laid on the floor at Long John Silver's, and mm. then I that was my, and then I got to live my second life where I said, "Fuck it, I'm going to do yeah. music. I'm going to do art and, and and do this thing." And now I feel like and now I'm living like a third life. Yeah, to get to do. You know the father thing, but see, I think uh, what I see in you is that you know things, you understand things. It's not, hey, I'm smart. It's like I've lived and right. I've been, I've been able to observe and listen, and and so this, th- what's happening in the world, you can say it is bad, and I understand. So it, it's horrible for some people, but it's not that horrible for me. And even though these horrible things are happening to you, mm. I feel I would feel the same way. Mm. It's like my pain isn't. It's not the same type of pain because I'm, I'm optimistic still. Mm, you even, are even when all this stuff is on you. You know, you're optimistic guy. You I, seem to be. I think so. Yeah. I, I think that's the thing that we became aware of when we made this record in 1999, the Soft Bulletin record. I think we just did, never considered that Big we record. were. We thought we were going to make a record and just be like, the world's miserable. I told you, I, the world is dark and people are, you know, unfair. Really? But you you felt like you were that kind? I never, I, maybe I didn't I, listen to I the earlier records close no. enough, but there was always sort of an uplift to it. Yeah, I'd, but I didn't, I thought, well, we're going to, we're going to sing what's in our hearts or yeah. whatever, you know, whatever you, sure. and if, if we're just bitter old fools, yeah. well, so be it. Yeah. <laughs> But you didn't, you didn't, you, you got, you know, yeah. But you then made, I would hear it. You made a break, dude. I it's would, like, you you know, after softball and it's sort of like, well, I don't, I don't have to be bitter for a while. Well, we, I, we weren't actually bitter. It just, we sort of no, felt like maybe we got a, I don't know. I think we always envied rock stars that were kind of like miserable or something, you know. Oh, but you guys pop though, right? So you, but you know, it's like, I guess like, but no one seems to do it like you guys do. It's a weird thing when I see pictures, like somebody this morning said, uh, I when I said, you were going to come over someone said he's going to come in a bubble well i would have i would have um i you know i mean i've, I've done that you, everything yeah. you do though you guys do is sort of surrounded with this weird kind of you know uh creativity like you know you paint yep. you do the bubbles you make yep. the movies yep. it's a full it's like it's sort of a, a a kind of it's a psychedelic legacy it's the next step into this all you know otherworldliness so i think that once you i don't know how much of you really lives there but it seems like a part of you does well, I think that's just what creative people like. You know, they like having that. But some people, some creative people are making things with saws. I mean, you, yeah, <laughs> and exactly. you're making things with bubbles. I would, well, I would do it with every, anything. I mean, I think that's what happens. I mean, I, I, by by I mean saws. I mean, I'm not saying as a tool. What I'm saying is that there's a dark creativity, and then there's this thing that you're doing. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think I'm very lucky in that way. Yeah. That it's sort of like no matter that's what, what you think, that's where your creativity goes. Well, away from the darkness. And I, I don't, I don't think intentionally. I think it's sort of like I guess. Like, you yeah, just, there's been some sad songs, and or, or some, you just follow whatever it is that you feel. Right, and there's, I forget. There's been there has been some sort of some heavy themes with the robots and whatnot. Heavy, but still optimistic. I think. I, I think, think that's so. the thing yeah. that we 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 learned about ourselves is like just doing music and doing art and doing it and doing it. And then at some point, I mean, do you ever listen to like your old shows? Yeah. Not you know? these, but like I've watched myself do stand up. Yeah. 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 You know, and we would, when you're in the middle of making it, it's hard to tell. Mm. Is this good, sure. bad, stupid, right. okay. or amateur, or whatever, you know? But sure. when you when you can kind of get removed from it, yeah. I sometimes think I listen to some of our older records. Some of them are very old now, you know, 25, 30 years Isn't ago. Isn't that amazing? And I'm just like, 
I I I love them. I'm like these dudes. <laughs> They're That's going great. for it. I, you know? I found that too, like because like I, I, they're not records, but I, you know, I used to think like when I was younger, I wasn't me yet, that mm. I hadn't developed into me. Yeah. And then I watched this shit from like the late '80s, and I'm like, wow. I was me. Wow. I just wasn't confident, and I didn't, you know, I didn't have the wisdom. I didn't have, uh, you know, I wasn't comfortable with myself. But I'm, I'm definitely me. Yeah, yeah. And my brain is the same, and the way I'm talking is the same, and what I'm thinking about it isn't this is the same. It just wasn't there yet. Wow. But when it's did, me. Yeah, do you feel like you're there now? Sure. I, I do. I feel like that. Yeah. I feel like that about you. Yeah. I feel I, like I that about you. Did you feel like when you were, did you feel like, did you think of yourself as not being there yet? Or did you always think we were there in the world and needed to catch up? I only in the past, you know, like maybe five or six years, you sort of feel like, exactly. okay. I, and part of you just doesn't want to be done Yes, sure. you well, know you don't want to say, "Well, here I am. This is what I do." I, you know, I still want to do a, a billion. Different I guess that's things, true. You know, but like, but but there is something to be said about like the fearlessness of being there. Like, it's not so much I'm done, right. but like I know that the last two specials I did were the best work I've done. So if you could see that evolution, like this is really like I'm on top of this, yeah. and I have a little room to play. Uh, yeah, that's it exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It right. Was, maybe it was someone on your show. Even one mm. of your shows said. You know, you when you have a little bit of success, you feel like you're kind of you, you're greased up. It's easier yeah, yeah. to do things because you can kind of even. I mean, even me being able to just text you and say, "Hey, I, I, I'm coming out there. Can I be on the show?" <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like it's like yeah. the greatest thing ever, and I'm just texting you about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in that way, there's probably ten thousand dudes that would want to be sitting here mm. that would wish they could text you and say hey I'm going to be in town you know well some people and, are, are like why don't you interview a normal guy <laughs> just a regular guy <laughs> imagine it's going to have to happen at some point um no I, I think you would find no matter who it is sure. you're talking to I you'll find them true. interesting of yeah, course you know yeah but I mean so for me it's that I think mm. you feel like you've got a little bit of leeway yeah and, and obviously you're you're taking risks doing what you want and you're honing in on what really works and what mm. satisfies you and I, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. And we, we could still very well lose our minds in the next couple of years and never do it again. Ugh. I mean, you know, part of you doesn't really know why. Well, that's the other thing I learned about this time. This quarantine time is sort of like, I saved a little money. I, I think probably enough to get me through the rest of life. And there's part of me that's sort of like, eh, you know what? If I don't, if we don't get to do anything again, I did all right. Well, <laughs> That's man. That's great. It is coming of, from you. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm sort of yeah, like yeah. I'm not gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna beat those last two specials, and I don't know if any of us are gonna ever be the same again. So if that's the last, because like I'm in no hurry to do stand up at fucking drive-ins. Do you understand? Like there's a lot. Right. Of, like, yeah. Yeah. No, know, I totally understand that. Yeah. You mean like I like mean, what's gonna happen? How do we perform? What you know? What happens now? And what is what is what is the point of reference? Like they, now, whatever we end up, you know, if everything works out a little bit and we get through this you know it's going to be a different world it's going to be a post-covid world and it's going to be like it's a whole different sensibility it's a paradigm shift of existence well i think that's where we, we don't know which way to head sure. our bets is it absolutely different from now on we never go back to being in a crowded sweaty room where people are screaming at each other i wonder we don't know Maybe you and I don't, but I don't know if someone that's 20 is going to say, I don't, you know, I don't give a fuck, you know, sure. maybe, I mean, I don't know, you know, or does, is this the beginning of, well, they still have zero, to have a place. You know? 
to go. I mean, even if you're 20 and you don't give a fuck, you know, the club's got to be open. Exactly, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> so, yeah. what I keep telling people as well. It's like, you know, I don't know if we, I mean, I, speaking to you right now, I'm not sure when this will air, you know, but it's like I have a hundred of these these space bubbles that I go in over the crowd. Yeah, a hundred of them? hundred of them on the store? way to my house. Oh, well, they're right on the now? way to my house now. <laughs> okay. They just got uh, manufactured in China. Okay. And they're on the way to my house hopefully in the next couple of days. And yeah. so- oh, I saw the sketch. Is this the concert idea? Well, you know, it started off as a as just a silly cartoon about, you know- in This the is how you could do a concert. The beginning of March. Right. You know, we're all like, well, you know, this is funny, sort of, or, yeah. you know- and then this, the, the 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 sketch of you performing in a bubble and the audience being in a bubble, right? Right. The the flaming nips of 2019. Yeah, yeah, right. That's I'm on stage and I'm in the I'm in the bubble and yeah, it's and, just a normal concert. Yeah. And in 2020, everybody and everybody it's in funny. the band and myself and the audience were all in a bubble. And you're like, wait a minute. Well, wait, well, right at the beginning of the, uh, we're calling it still a pandemic. Yeah. But I don't know if it was a pandemic when it started, but but the, the people at the uh, Stephen Colbert show, right said, hey, would you guys be interested in doing one of these, now we know they're called home concerts, you mm-hmm. know, but even then we were like, yeah, you're just going to kind of do a do a video and then we'll air it. Right. That's the way the show's going to be for right. a while. <laughs> for the rest of time. Right. I mean, at the time, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. we were thinking another couple of weeks or something, you know. Yeah. And and they were the ones that suggested this, could we make this this cartoon come to life? Just for like the the this the, the Stephen Colbert show, yeah. And I was like, yeah, let's uh, sure, let's see yeah. what we can do. They helped me get some of the space bubbles. I had a few, but I didn't, I didn't have that many, and they were coming from China. So I I got a few, and they helped us get quite a few more. And we did this it's show. A, it's good that the that the the president hasn't stopped your space bubbles coming from China. Well, we're not going to even talk about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah okay. you know okay. that's the way I that's the way I operate. Like, look, I'm not <laughs> I'm not asking permission, you know. Yeah. Um, but we got them, and you know, even even when we got them, we still didn't know how it long is this going to sure. be going, right? Or is it just going to be right? We'll all be over or whatever. So we did this concert, just like four songs with twenty seven of us all in bubbles. Oh wow. And it's it's ridiculous, but I mean it it does work. I mean I guess that's the part of it that's like well yeah I mean you you can breathe and you're separated and all that sort of stuff that absolutely works. But we thought who's we're not really gonna do this right? And now, you know it's we're going into like people are talking about not till next summer are we really thinking about trying concerts? And I'm like well, I don't know if some of these places will survive till then. I mean, the places we're talking about, uh, remember the Canes Ballroom in Tulsa? I mean, it's it's famous because, I mean, we live in Oklahoma, but it's one of the, it's it's the only building left standing that the Sex Pistols played in in uh-huh. 19, 1977. Oh, wow, know? yeah. But these are the types of venues that, you know, another six or seven but, months, but, but, but they're going to disappear. They're going to disappear, but like structurally, they're not going to disappear. It's not like buildings are going to disappear. It's businesses will disappear. But like you know, I I don't know. I, I I understand. Like I know all these, and it's terrible. And I want all the the venues to come back. But it's not like there's somebody waiting to go in. I don't know why they. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, yeah. Why yeah. you why you can't? Like I guess you can't. But like it's just the idea of because there's you know people work there and it's all terrible. But I mean, why can't you just put these 
all this stuff in an induced coma like they have the rest of the economy it's not like landlords can stop charging people well i i yeah i think you're right it, i mean it takes a big cooperation of saying okay you know all these things that we were you know going to be paying out every month we're going to stop that but it's not like that yeah yeah you know and i think these places are just they've they've been made in the sort of way of like it's a lot of people crammed together drunk as fuck yeah music is loud best thing ever yeah used to be anyway yeah you know and is that all going to change? So a place that used to hold like 1,500 people packed, now is it only going to be a couple hundred people? How is that going to work? And How yes, are they going to make any money? weird. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, no, I get yeah, it. I get know. it. I get it. So I sort of am saying we're, we're going to try to do shows with these space bubbles only as a way of saying this is the way I am trying to do something. If everybody out there tries to do something, Maybe we'll really come up with a solution instead of waiting and saying, well, we're just going to wait till it goes back to normal because there might not be a normal to right. go back to. It may not ever happen. And there may be another virus that comes. There may be 10 more waiting for us. Great. You know, <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah. But this could just be the beginning of the new world It'd be like a, that. Yeah, adapting you know? and just ma- – so, yeah. 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 It's a sad reality, but people do adapt – and I'll try to hold on to some of your optimism. So, yeah, yeah. But, you know, standing in front of you, I have to say, you know, you do have that about you. Mm. I think, you know, that's part of what makes you funny is that you really are moving ahead, trying things, <laughs> wanting things to work, loving the world. Yeah. And you've got that shelter yeah. of being like, oh, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, yeah. you know. Yeah. But but in front of you. You're 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 great. Yeah, I'm you're, not, you're giving me a, a lot of hope. Oh, a lot. good, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not dragging the everything down into a hole with me. Is what you're saying? That's, well, that's good. That 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 means somehow or another over the years or whatever I'm going through. I don't know where I took the turn, but but yeah, man. You know, it has to do with sort of like, well, let's let's make the best of it, right? Well, when you started to do the the podcast, yeah. That's bad time. That was you saying I've I I've got to do something. No, I was, like, you know, I was in trouble. I had just gone through that fucking second divorce. I was going broke. I couldn't sell tickets. You know, I I literally thought, like, well, I'm never going to be a big comic. I'm never going to do movies. I'm never going to do TV. And uh, like, I don't know how I and like the idea of being just sort of a B room, you know, like. I couldn't take it, so I was like really suicidal. And we, so, you mean, you mean really? Well, I mean, I don't think I would ever do it, but I didn't have any solutions. Right, right. And so it was really this weird hail mary pass with no expectations because I'd done some radio. Me and the guy who still produces the show, me, my business partner, you know, put made this thing. We did this with not knowing anything, and it just it was the thing that turned everything around. But what was why? I mean, wh- whose idea was it to do? This uh, like a podcast. Podcast back then were still like. Well, well I'll tell you, I we had just done something at. A, I just done a streaming video show long before anyone was watching those, and it tanked. And I was working for a company, Air America, and they fired us, and we still had a month on the deal, and they let us stay in the office, and they had radio studios, so I knew that Corolla and Jimmy Pardo and a few other people were doing podcasts like comics. I'm like, let's tr- can we try this? Can you figure out how to put it up and what we got to do? 
And he said yes, and we just committed to doing a new show every Monday and Thursday. Wow. And, and, wow. and that's what we did. And we started there in the studio in New York, and then I moved out here and started doing it in my garage. And we have done a new show without missing one since September 2009. Wow. Wow. And it, and it was because you kind of, well, we got this place where we, we have this try it. We, we got the equipment we can go in there at late at night and know and just hijack the place and figure out what we're doing and figure wow. out what the show is and then wow. it kind of evolved into a show where i invited people i knew over to talk about my problems basically <laughs> and that's <laughs> it still is I, <laughs> i'm here to help you that you, yeah, you have uh, yeah you have and wow. i appreciate it i mean yeah. that's so that is so punk rock and and you felt like it worked well it's like we didn't know what was up you know like at the beginning you know there was no way to make money so like i was offering people swag you know if they signed if they sent me some money i'd send them a t-shirt and a sticker like right, i right. had a fucking yeah. house full of stickers and t-shirts and packing envelopes and you know yeah. we had one advertiser it was like yeah. adam and eve sex toys and shit i mean i you know we knew about your podcast yeah i mean well, I, yeah you, you it was know, popular yeah. in vans you know yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 the musicians have kind of figured it out but you so you did it and you thought we had no we had no expectations i just knew that i needed to stay engaged and i knew that like i knew that i was okay on this type of mic and i knew that i could you know do it but like so many things evolved and happened and you know how it got traction but it took a while for any of us to sort of figure out how we could make a living at it yeah and yeah. then like so even I, though it's succeeding in a sense you, yeah how do you make like, any money you know how do yeah, we yeah. got all these people yeah. how do yeah. we get them to give us money yeah and that sort of evolved the model like there was a community of us that came on around the same time and you know before everyone was doing a podcast and we figured some stuff out but it all kind of there was a community vibe that evolved and uh you know now like you, you know it's it's you know, I still love it. I still get, I love it in the sense that like I'm nervous and anxious and don't know what the fuck is going to happen every time yeah. I talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. And like some days I'm like, oh, fuck. How am I, <laughs> what am I going to do with that guy? Because you don't, you don't know them or do you, you don't. You, right. I don't know most of these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I've listened to some of your shows where I know you you know a lot about them. And then I've, I've listened to some where you don't know anything about them. And it, I mean, that's the, that's where you're, you that's just, you just part. go for it. Yeah. That's what's so inspiring. You're like, well, I'm, yeah, here we go. Like, he's like jumping off the mountain every time. I, I mean, I, I just like talking to you. Yeah, it was so, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now let's go out into the raining ash. <laughs> is it, is it ash? But it really is just from grass fires and stuff, right? It's not like volcano or something. No. Right? Right. I've been, I've so been it, in volcano ash. Is it somehow better that it's just half the state burning and not a volcano? Well, I, it, <laughs> It didn't seem. I mean, you know, you we're in Oklahoma no, where I there's know. tornadoes and shit all oh. the time. I never, I never consider like that. It's that. Hazardous. Have you seen them up close? The tornado. I never have. See, this is the this is the ridiculous thing. It's like the first time I was in Canada, mm. I saw the fucking Northern Lights. Oh, that's nice. I know. Yeah. And I'm talking to guys like I live, I've lived here my whole life. I've right, never seen them. Right. I've lived in Oklahoma my whole life. Yeah. I've never seen a real tornado. Huh. I know. I want to go chase one down. Well, gotta, you, you can. I don't know. You don't you need can, to. You can, but I mean, I know. I kinda, not, that's not the hobby you need to take up. Well, right, I right would feel stupid now if I went and chased one and then got paralyzed or something. I know. Be, no. But I know when they're happening, I'll drive hey, down the road to see them. Maybe you know? someday it'll just come down your street. Oh, well, <laughs> I, 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 I kind of want it to, but kind of not. But no. it'll probably come down at night and I wouldn't be able to see it or something. Yeah, um, you that's, know. that's the big fear. But, yeah. yeah but the a, dogs bark at a tornado. <laughs> it's not going to go away, is it? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we have we have a good we have the the best weather guys ever. You know, good. they yeah. can tell you if sure. it's on your block or sure. not. It's insane. So yeah. Well, yeah. hopefully no tornadoes, but yep. someday maybe you'll see one. I hope so. Or maybe you can facsimile, maybe you can make one at one of your concerts. Oh, man. Maybe that'll be the next thing. Man. People in space bottles twirling around man. Man. in a vortex of air. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm just pitching ideas. Good seeing you, Wayne. You too. I love you. I love, love you, you, man. Too, man. Yeah. That was Wayne Coyne talking to me here in the garage behind some plexiglass. The album is American Head. It's the 16th album. The 16th studio album from the band Flaming Lips. You can get it now wherever you get music. Oh, yeah. I did. I should tell you about this. I did uh, I did a panel thing with the cast of Glow. It was something that it had something to do with um, registering voters. And, you know, part of the deal is we do this panel. I think it's available on YouTube somewhere. I know that's vague, but it turned out to be a very emotional and kind of a cathartic thing for a lot of us because we didn't know when we took the gig or when we did the service of registering people to vote and then to do the panel, that we were going to be canceled. So it was not uh, a happy cast of GLOW, per se, but it was a reflective and somewhat sad cast of GLOW, you know, talking about the show. It was a, it was an interesting thing and, and a touching thing to watch. All right, so take care of yourself. Mind your mind so they don't mine your mind. Now I'll play some guitar similar to other guitar I've played at other times. Monkey, flying cats forever.